All right, we'll do this the third time. Okay. <laughs> After my mom walked into my room for like three times. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. She's all telling me about her work and stuff like that. You know, she just came home from a long double shift, you know, help care worker, you know? Yeah. Saving them people Respect. or taking care of them, more importantly. But hey, we're here again on a Sunday. It's Sunday, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. I think I think got a little bit of boost of energy because my mom was just going on a rant. <laughs> that's good <laughs> she was heated yo i mean she was heated shit happens yeah shit happens yeah <laughs> but anyways you know if you're looking for you know a good 45 to 50 minute podcast where you can feel relaxed and you can feel like you can relate you know just grow up it's there for you just grow up just grow up we need to work on it i think a little bit we need to work on it a little bit I think the voice no, is okay but like the rest of it needs some work but yeah. we'll get there I, I you know what i'm you. thinking yeah you know what i'm thinking you know okay all right mahi you got a sexy voice right uh sure no yeah okay yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i was thinking that like we make like a book but then it's not like a book it's like an audio book and then you just like narrate it. No, I've like I do the writing, and you just—you always wanted to write a book. Yeah, but I don't think I got the. I I feel like it, it takes so long to write a book, and like, you'd have to write it for yourself, you know, because like like you prefer an autobiography instead. No, like, you'd have to like if you're to write a book, you'd have to like really want to do it. And you'd want yeah. to do it for yourself and not for no other reason other than y you want to write a book, right? Because it would take up so much time and take so long to do that maintaining the motivation to do so would actually be like so much effort. Yeah. Like I just, I'm reading the Obama book right now. It's called The Promised Land, but it's just basically like memoirs of Obama's presidency. Yeah. And then he left office in 2016, right? Yes. And it was released in 2021. So it took like five years to write 700 pages worth of content. I mean, it takes a while. Especially, yeah. Especially something like that where you have to be very accurate. You need to like also, you need to go through like the business stages and then the publishing and then the editing, you know? Yeah, it's a and lot it's of like, work. Yeah. But I always wanted to write a book because, um, but not like a s serious book. I mean, I would all, all, always like have some kind of deeper meaning or something, you know, like all yeah. books have. But it would be like a kind of like, it would be some kind of story. Like it would mm. be some, I don't know, fantasy or like just... It, it, would, it would just be, you know, one of those books you read as, like, a teenager, you know? Yeah. It would be one of so those books. So it's, like, books. <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. But you don't read that as a that teenager. So... <laughs> you read that when you're, like, 10, 5, 6, Yo, 7. Oh, bro. Ow. <laughs> I was, like, you know, I hold the whole collection. 
and it, it it's not even an ordinary collection it's the hard book cover <laughs> edition like I, I spent like 15 bucks on books on diary of wimpy kid straight up only 15 each that's like 15 or 20 dollars each i remember i would go oh. to like indigo and then once it released boom bought it uh, right away the reason i was so interested in writing a book when i was younger is because like i would always like you know when you're like you know when you're like on a long like car ride or like you're just sitting in like at the doctor's office or you can't sleep or like you just have this insane amount of downtime i think yeah. a lot of people do this but um i would spend a lot of time just imagining shit like imagining a story in my brain mm. and have you ever kept like a journal or mm. like um like a like a note you know no like i would if never write any of it down but i would remember a it? lot of it and even right now i remember a lot of it it usually involve yeah. me doing something cool <laughs> right mm. saving someone's life or like you know yo okay doing, i know what type of person you are like saving someone's life or like yeah doing something nice to someone or like killing something big you know <laughs> yeah something like that. <laughs> yeah wait you like percy jackson uh growing up i did I know there's gonna be like some Netflix adaptation or some shit, some oh, shit like God, that. And I'll, yeah. I'll watch it simply. It's for my childhood's sake. Yeah. But right now, I think I would only read the books for my childhood's sake, you know, and not yeah. for not because I'm interested in it now. But yeah, I read it a lot when growing up. I feel like you would be, you know, when you said that you were the hero of the story yeah well like you know it's not like necessarily exactly you but it's just like you know some figure but then you can see yourself in him. yeah which is like you know i'm gonna you know i'm gonna conquer this big you know uh leap or whatever right i'm gonna kill this dragon where i would say the princess type vibe yeah that's like uh that's like a what's it called like an overcoming type thing about your personality you know it says something about you. I read something about that where it's just like, if you ha- imagine yourself as somebody who saves the day, you know, you're kind of that personality where you want to feel some sort of overcoming. Yeah, I like, think um, that makes a lot of sense because I think like yeah. growing up, I always felt like I was on the back foot, even though like realistically I'm not. I mean, to depends on the scenario, of course. But like yeah. I always felt that way and like growing up i was always like you know my brother and my cousins were always like better than me at everything you know like yeah, my, yeah. like i would always be like the the person that was like the worst you know third the third player in every game you know my mm-hmm. brother got second and my cousin got first and i was the third <laughs> right oh so, in, like, in the game it's always slots? yeah yeah <laughs> And remember that it, <laughs> there's there's so many like looking back on it like there's so many instances of me feeling like i was the worst and i've actually thought about this a lot because i was like kind of like psychoanalyzing myself because that's a lot of psych when you go into like therapy or counseling a lot of the things that they bring up involve your childhood so i just like thought to myself about that and not i, I didn't take it too seriously but like it was fun to think about like um you know, like growing up, I was I was always like the worst. And then, you know, when we play it, when I when I talk about league, you know, 
or like play league i feel like i'm the best like in our friend group right mm-hmm. and it's like it's crazy to me that after all this time i finally got what i wanted and still i like don't feel satisfied if that makes sense yeah like that's um, one thing i've always thought about um it's probably it's a bunch of stuff involving my childhood like there's times of where, uh, go ahead hip hypnotherapy hypnotherapy before mm, i lose it no yeah i've heard of hypnotherapy okay so like i've been watching this show or i finished watching the show like bling, bling empire no Can i you sleep here now no you see marcus is sleeping now it's your okay, okay okay fine sleep all right, here. All right. Don't wake him up. oh my god Don't wake him okay up. all right <laughs> Yeah, i'm sorry you had to edit a lot of this. it's okay <laughs> okay it was just like around nine minutes okay so uh, like i was saying i was watching this show uh bling empire right and so one of the main characters it's kind of like a reality tv show by the way but one of the main characters went through hypnotherapy to find out like um who he was before he got adopted by like white parents he's korean by yeah. the way and then like he can like this hypnotherapist like it's sleep right but it's like you're dreaming but you're like not really fully sleeping yeah but then you can see you know it's like you can have like it's like what he described it is like you didn't really see it but you like felt every emotion you know like uh, during that time that you that's had actually and, um something that makes a lot of sense I've heard this story of somebody that was in a coma and they were like dreaming like the whole time and they basically dreamt an entire another life happening inside of their brain and they had like they like got married and had kids and then like when he woke up like he missed his kids a lot and he would like cry about it a lot because yeah but he never want to talk about it because like people think he's insane but like if you think about it like imagine dreaming for like a month or something and then you get married and have kids in the dream and then you've you've garnered all these emotions and attachment to these these children even though they're a figment of your imagination like that kind of that sucks <laughs> yeah like you you've you've attached so much emotion to these things that aren't real and then when you wake up it's like everything's gone which is actually really interesting. Um, yeah. Why do we think that way? You know, like you in mean? our dreams, like why do we why do we have these dreams of like, um, you know, something that has to be so impactful? You know, like you know how people dream about like, oh, I'm gonna create a land full of unicorns and fairies or whatever like that, right? Why do we have dreams that are so impactful to us and like we can put it into the real world? Um. Is it like our desires? I mean, there's probably some smart person out there that knows. But I just assume that it's just because it's what we're really thinking. And it's just like, like our mind is, imagine like more imaginative people have like more vivid dreams or like more creative people have more vivid dreams. Like I imagine it's just our mind being really imaginative and creative about certain scenarios and our thoughts. I don't know why they have to be so cryptic all the time, but... uh, like my dreams are actually really interesting i think 
like every time i have like a very vivid dream and it isn't and it isn't just some like actually i rarely have anything stupid happen in my dreams it's always something like if i ever have a dream it's something like really serious yeah like um a dream that i like i had very i had like it was like reoccurring like constantly like every night for like a month or like i don't even know maybe even longer than that um yeah but what would happen is that i'd be like with my friends with the boys right and we'd like take this portal to like what i imagine is like heaven or something and like we couldn't go back to the real world like it was just like a it was like a one-way ticket to heaven right yeah so it's like you broke the nether portal and like minecraft yeah and then you couldn't go back yeah. right no flint yeah. in the steel bro like what are you gonna no, do yeah. it's doomed right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah you go through and then i'm like then uh, like i would have everything i ever wanted like there would be games everywhere there'd be food everywhere you know girls yeah. would be all over me like every like everything was oh, okay there, right? all right okay, yeah. okay. i have to, you have to include every, but something that would always happen is that at some point i would realize that like my girlfriend wasn't there and then i'll just like have like a massive panic attack because it was a one-way ticket right i'm like yeah but then it's like well, that and then i think about my parents and then like my brother and then i'm like well, i left all these people behind like I like I'm in heaven, but like I left all these people behind, and then I have like yeah. this massive panic attack, and then I wake up, and then looking like I would wake up like sweating, right? Do, like, oh, you like, okay? That was about to ask that. I was like, do you have like like sweats from that? Because I know from like nightmares, like people get like like really bad night sweats. Yeah, I would just like be sweat. Like, I wake up like fully awake, like completely awake. Very rarely do I wake up and I'm like completely awake, but in those yeah. scenarios, I wake up. And com- it was kind of nice, honestly, because I'd be awake. <laughs> but, and you're like, hey, I, I fixed my sleep schedule. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like I, I think about that because I'm like, in a way, that's like what would happen if I like killed myself, right? Yeah. Because that's like, like, is my mind like trying to tell me that I shouldn't even think about doing that? Because think about, think about all the people you leave behind. Like, even if you have like, everyone like all that you could ever want there like you shouldn't want to go there you know because of all the people you're gonna leave behind and that's like really interesting to think about right because it's like why Mm -hmm. would i dream about that it doesn't really make sense like why like why would my brain just come up with this really cryptic analogy for like suicide but then it makes like a like, like looking at it like like too many things line up right mm-hmm. it's like and there's so many things in that like like leaving my family and my girlfriend behind like that made me feel really lonely and it's just like being separated from these people whether it is because i committed suicide or because of the quarantine or something where i'm so detached from everyone around me that i feel really lonely right and that makes me yeah. feel horrible and that can cause panic in me sometimes if it gets too serious. Like if I get too cut off from the people I love, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Like so, I feel like there's a lot to read from certain dreams. That's the only one I can come up with in my brain, but I've had a, like a lot of dreams. Yeah, like I know. That. It's like, um, yeah, I never had something like so serious. Like I never thought of like something that deep. 
but you know i can see how you felt like you're fighting yourself at the moment you know yeah like during this time before even like going to sleep you already have these thoughts but then these like actually form some sort of image when you're in your dream right yeah so then that's the scariest part about it because now when you're dreaming you don't know that you're dreaming and then it can feel so real but then what's worst is that you can understand you know there's a message behind it too yeah so like like that that's scary right if you can understand your dreams and you know you can understand why they happen like i don't know like you could be wrong right it could be for an entirely different reason but you like you right away you already thought of what it possibly was i, I don't think i could possibly be wrong you know yeah. the reason i think that like i don't think i could interpret my dream incorrectly and the reason i think that is because my mind created the dream right yeah so the only right interpretation is the interpretation that comes from my mind, right? Yeah, I guess. I Yeah, that's true. Because it's the same. It's literally the thing that created it. So like, like it's if like, my mind was trying to tell me something, then the only thing that I could figure it out is my mind, right? It's like, it's like um director, like shutting down all these theories. You yeah. Know, of like, you know, what the, what the movie is really about. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, well, you know, whatever I say is right because I'm the one who created the movie. Yeah. Right. This is what I, this is what I meant, you know, for like how people should view it. And I'm sure people like even the story about my dream, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people could interpret it in different ways if they had the exact same dream happen. Yeah. Right? But I, I feel like like it, it makes too much sense given my life. Uh, why that dream happened and why like what my mind is trying to tell me and i don't really believe in too much of this supernatural stuff but like dreaming has always been like a thing that's just like my mind is trying to tell me something especially if it's reoccurring like constantly the same thing over and over again like i'm like my mind's got to be trying to tell me something here or like it wouldn't like why would why would i dream about this like over and over and over again like for like a month you know what I realize? Just like, um, what is your reason for you need to figure yourself out? Do you know what, what I mean? What is my reason? Or yeah, is... because some people, like, some people, they always love to, you know, like, figure out why I'm acting like this. And that sort of, like, that's you, right? Yeah. And there's also people where it's just like, you know what? Whatever happens to me happens, you know? Like, I'm just living in the present, right? I, I feel I don't like... Think it deeply too much the reason i put so much importance in understanding myself is that if i i feel like if i understand myself then i can do then i can use my mind to the highest like level that it's capable of yeah i mean it's just like understanding anything in my eyes like if you understand um like a pencil right then you can use the pencil to the highest degree that is possible to be used right yeah <laughs> like that's how that's how artists get better at art right they understand how to use their tools to the highest degree right mm. and that's why you're so like into you know video games you're just like you know i want to know the game so i can like put in 
you know the skill to the highest degree so i can you know work around different scenarios all the time throw me into a scenario like i already know what to do yeah yeah okay i see i see i feel you i feel you yeah Yeah. so like as long as you you know like if you're trying to figure yourself out like you, you the thing is with like you know the human it's so the brain is really complex right like even now scientists don't even fully understand it to this day yeah there's still studies going on right so like are you looking for an endpoint? like are you looking for a maximum really yeah i wouldn't say that it's not like a goal of mine to fully understand myself it's more like i want as much understanding as possible yeah or Um, you're just learning how you throughout yeah it's just like i won't give up an opportunity to learn more but I won't, like, I'll seek them out, but I won't, like, force myself, if that makes sense, to keep mm. learning when I'm unable to, right? But if an opportunity yeah. presents itself, then I will seek to understand more. So when you have, like, a panic attack or anxiety attack, I talked to this with, like, my counselor before, right? And it's just, like, like when you're experiencing this anxiety, right? you already know what to do, right? You already understood yourself to some uh, understood yourself to some degree that you are able to control this. Yet yes. why are you still panicking? That is uh, that is always a thought I have in my brain when I'm yeah. going through a lot of anxiety. It's that I know I've been here before. I know what to do. Why why do I still feel this way? And that yeah, is Yeah, exactly very why do we continue to do that i don't like we already know know what's wrong (laughs) right i mean that's what like whenever i've had a panic attack i've always known that i i always known what's going on i think i just like doubt myself if that makes sense that's why it continues it's like am i like what am i let's say i'm panicking like because i feel really sick and all the symptoms align to like COVID or something or like some horrible disease, right? Yeah. And then I just have like some panic attack, right? Um, there's always like a part of me that's just like, I felt this way before. I've been here before. It's probably nothing. It's most likely nothing. The stat, like statistically speaking, is probably most likely just my anxiety. But the like even like the one percent or zero point one percent chance is like scary to me you know mm. that's why that, like you that anxiety exists anxiety continues to exist despite my mind rationalizing why it shouldn't exist and yeah it's like that's what's really frustrating for me is that i'm i i can always ra- like if you want to calm me down you can't use rationality because I've already used that. Like I've thought it all through. Like I, my mind has gone through everything that it, it could possibly do to rationalize why I shouldn't be panicking. So I, I wouldn't know how to help me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, but using rationality, it never calms me down for some reason, which is kind of strange because that's, like what i rely on for almost everything yeah like even like playing 
a game like i rely more on the thought than the the act like my hands doing the right thing you know yeah you know what like i think though but at the end it's like you who's creating the panic do you know what i mean yeah yeah i know that yeah so i'm like if it's like you creating the panic then you should be fully understanding like of course, there's gonna be some external stuff where like something you can't control and it's just like how you deal but like most of the time when anxiety hits like it's you creating that problem so in your mind like you gotta understand why are you creating that problem right and then before you even start think of rationaling rationalizing yourself right you kind of gotta like observe why that problem exists and is it really a problem yeah you kind of i mean kind of get what i i kind of talked it through with my counselor yeah i understand that yeah but like sometimes it's like given the scenario it can be scary like let's say i'm scared that i got like covid or something which yeah the odds are like 0.000 0.000 like one or some shit because <laughs> like i don't interact with anyone <laughs> right have but you even have you ever went outside for a the only uh, for like walks that's about okay, it yeah um and i went to icbc because i need to like renew my care card <laughs> that's about it <laughs> yeah but um i i i think that my like i can i can rationalize in my brain and i can do all this stuff right i can realize like i always think about like why is this happening like why why am i thinking this way what caused it but like when it's a problem that big like life or death right or at least that's what my mind thinks it is or even like I'm scared that my lungs will get damaged if I get COVID. Like, I don't want anything that bad to happen to me when I can avoid mm-hmm. it happening, right? So when it's something that real, it's infinitely harder, in my opinion, to get rid of the anxiety. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Actually, one kind, thing that... Um, kind of in a way, but... One thing like that confused. I find very difficult is, like second to second anxiety if that makes sense like let's say like performance anxiety that's an example of it like second to second like what to do next what to do next let's say i'm clutching around in valorant i'll get like a rush of anxiety that's what i would consider like second to second but that's not like anxiety though that's like normal i mean that's the best like i'm walking down the street and there's like a car coming and i'm scared that car is gonna hit me that yeah that's that's more that's, like it. yeah you know what i mean yeah, that type of situation it's just like i don't really know how to deal with that because it just like comes and then it goes but like it feels like shit when it's there yeah and then also like in the example of like valorant right it makes me play worse and it's just like i wish it just didn't exist you know <laughs> or like oh, i imagine like if you were playing a game of basketball or something in like high oh, school yeah. you probably felt it a couple times and you're just like oh man, man fuck if this like if i was just calm then everything would be fine right yo funny story there's this one point where i played a basketball game and it's an away game too 
and then I was the last one to have a ball, and we do something called ISO, right? Which is just one one v one, right? Yeah. So it's like an ISO play. So all I got to do is try to beat this guy and get to the rim and score, right? Freaking <laughs> stupid grade nine me, like wanted wanted to cross this guy up so bad, so then I can get a reaction from the crowd, right? That was that's all that I was hoping for, right? I'm not thinking like as a team. I just wanted to do it for myself. Freaking, I started crossing, doing all these crossovers and stuff, and I crossed over myself. I fell because I did so much of that. And everybody oh. started laughing. And it was like, it's like the worst experience oh, ever. <laughs> you know? So, like, when it, like, in performance anxiety, like, right away, you don't think straight. Like, you don't think at all. Right? You're, you're doing the, you're probably doing the, the stupidest thing like possible until you really like learn how to you know control being in that situation yeah and the only way you're gonna learn is to be in that situation you know what i mean yeah so the more you know pros do it all the time like pro basketball players pro league of legends pro valorant players whatever right you know like kiko right like how many times does he have to clutch up around right of course like the first time he's gonna be nervous as hell right and then you you clutch up the round. You learn like he he's in that position where he's feeling scared too. Do you feel me? Yeah, I yeah. mean, so it, it's like it's it's like, like this is a normal human like yeah. emotion, but it's just like you know this is something where exposure can only out like can only heal. Like I was scared to drive, man. Like I was literally scared to drive on highways i'm not even gonna lie i was scared to drive on highways yeah. because it's reasonable like i felt like one i'm in the middle of nowhere in the highway think about it right yeah and two like if anything goes wrong i'm going 100 kilometers per hour anything goes wrong i'm dead right yeah so the but the only way for me to actually face my fear is to be on a highway and drive. Yes. You know? That's the only way. So, like, for anxiety, you just need to be in that position. And it's the worst experience of your life the first time you do it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> yo, like, I know I know you feeling like, yo, like, like after quarantine... Like, yo, I'm so ready to do this. I'm so ready to do this. But when you get to that point, like, right when, like, yeah, I know okay, vaccine gonna, hit. I know it's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Even getting yeah, the you, vaccine, I know it's going it, to right? happen. Like, I've I've thought about it a lot. I'm like, I'm just going to deal. Like, I'm just going to deal with it. I'm just going to be like, like, I'm going to, I'm going to look, I'm going to look anxiety in the face <laughs> and just <laughs> punch so, it square in the face. That's calf, yo. Yo, I'm like, I believe in you, right? No, like, but I know I'm going to feel gonna be... like shit, but I'm going to try to do everything despite that. No, but like you know the confidence like that you have right now, like I'm like yeah, it's the all reality go. is yep. mm-hmm. it's all gonna no, go I'm down all, the drain. Dude, I'm I've thought about this a lot. I'm aware it's of all, I'm pretty sure I'm aware of most things that are gonna happen in terms of like in my mind. Because I've okay. been like I've been here before. Like I've yeah. I've done I've done things that induce the same level of anxiety in me um yeah, yeah. before. Right. Whether it's like 
you know doing like a school presentation or something like that you know okay here here here's a here's a good one uh job job interview right what's crazy is that i think i'm actually gonna do well and it's not because like like i'm scared as sh- shit if i'd like do a job interview but like i've yep. been in professional settings so often that and every time i am in one like i do really well so the fact that my anxiety exists makes absolutely no sense <laughs> mm. like i don't think i've been in a professional scenario and done badly i can't right. i mean i haven't been in many but the few i, I have I'd... been in i think i've done really well i never actually seen you speak on a professional level before i don't know like assembly like school assembly type thing or like you know presentation i don't i don't remember either but like i can see you you know just speaking like i feel like you're very concise you know you just get to the point right away you i you try to it. yeah that's why i'm yeah. really bad at essays because i can't bullshit yeah <laughs> <laughs> no like i mean like if you if you you kind of got to do that and like you know yeah you, you do the bullshitting like in in the beginning right you can't to explain the subject matter yeah right so you just basically write the same thing but in different ways but then when you're displaying your argument right that's when you like that's when you're straight to the point yeah i mean this is where you can't be like wishy-washy type thing yeah yeah but like i feel you that's why i'm like that's why i'm like like wondering like oh when are you gonna do the school thing you know i want to see i want to do it so bad you don't understand (laughs) bro okay you know what like literally the people i can't i can't do it until i'm given the ability to do it legally (laughs) Legally, yeah i don't think you can get nobody can get into when the law is holding you back it's hard to do anything about it right you know uh, like um they should really like get back to you now. <laughs> like, I mean, I think possibly. they're aware that the second I get vaccinated and it's legal, and I'm pretty sure it's legal, but like they don't want to risk anything. Actually, I don't know if it's legal. I don't know anything, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's just it's not know, even a like, law. It's just like a policy. Yeah, it's just like people that aren't in the school can't enter the school i mean even students that are in the school can't interact with other students in the school unless they're part of like some group right the cohort yeah so yeah yeah, i want to do it but i can't because the law (laughs) also i'd rather not honestly if it's a bit dangerous yeah because the school i'm going to like they had a covid exposure recently haven't they so it's like no, yeah, of course. Kind of scuffed. I mean, all schools did now. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. But, like, yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm, like, I might, I should just wait. Like, I can be patient. It's whatever. Yeah. I really want to because I, I, like, talking to the teachers I already talked to and talking to the principal I talked to, it was really scary. And, I, like, I stuttered a lot. Like, I was very nervous. But I still said what I needed to say. I still did what I needed to do. So... I'm like confident that even if I'm nervous, even though even if I'm shaking, like I'm still gonna accomplish what I want to accomplish. Yeah, that's a win for you. Like you even got out there. That's like a ready win. Like able to talk to the principal or whatever like that. That's why I'm I'm I I'm not scared now, but I know I'm gonna be scared when I'm there when I'm doing anything. I know I'm going to be scared, but I'm confident that regardless of being scared, I'm going to be able to perform. 
um and i think i need that confidence or it's like doomed <laughs> right <laughs> that's what i'm saying you know you can you can all like talk all of this confidence all you want you can feel like you're the man right now right but when it comes to the actual thing you know are you still gonna have that same level of confidence i mean no one i mean i think that's a super negative way to think like i think yeah. everyone knows that they're not gonna be confident like when the time comes yeah but it's just a realist perspective like you need it's like like you, like you should like you should be confident going into it i don't think it's i don't think it's arrogant i don't think it's um being overconfident i think it's just how you should think if you want to succeed yeah no all, all the time you need to go in with that confidence right even though you feel it like it's better to go in scared and not confident at all than to not go at all you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean like it's okay if you don't have confidence but if you do it that's the confidence you get after yeah that's what you're hoping for you know what i mean yeah like i i, I understand like you just just like you should you should always go in there with confidence no matter what which is true right but realistically like you don't have to think this to yourself but realistically you're gonna get nervous when you're in the tough situation i mean yeah. right yeah all the time but like at the end of the day it's like whether you really take that step forward is when you gain the most out of it yeah so that's that's my big thing you know when it comes to opportunity it's just like i'm, I'm gonna take that opportunity now yeah i like, mean yeah, you're ready. A, you like, ready. I, 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 I'm, I'm very ready. I've, I've had too much time to prepare. Like I can't yeah. not be ready. <laughs> do you have a presentation? Do you have like slideshow and stuff like that? No, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know what's a. I need to like ask. Like I don't want to put in the work to do something and then be like it was like unnecessary. If that makes sense. Um, maybe if because like visuals might take away. Yeah, but like, what would add. I? I, I was gonna say like, what would I? put visual like i feel like it was like seem i don't know if like like i'm trying too hard but like I, I don't know if that's the right term but like i feel like i would take away from it more than it would add to it oh yeah um, i was gonna i'm gonna share something to you like i don't know if you remember this but in elementary school we had this like motivational speaker who couldn't speak properly right in elementary school like, like, do you remember that no i don't oh i don't really Man. i don't think so okay like as so in like, like they couldn't like as in like they like choked like the presentation or like they no, like no, medically no, no. they couldn't talk properly they medically couldn't speak right like they had some sort of like medical disability i feel like i do remember this to some do you degree. remember this and then uh i think uh, it was so i remember it because it like left the mark on me you know what i mean but that this guy was confident to come up despite his inability to speak at not that it's just levels. like it's like more like you know like he was able to connect with us with just you know like his words like he didn't need he didn't have any slideshows or anything like that right but it's just like you know what i have this disability or whatever and like people make fun of it all the time and they think i'm like stupid or whatever and then 
but still they were able to give out their message on like overcoming yeah so okay man i forgot like he had an accident like he fell off the truck and then like his limbs don't work properly and his his brain was damaged so he couldn't speak properly yeah and then um what else he he spoke but then you couldn't understand because all his words were like all jumbled together yeah but then when you really like like just focus on him only you could understand every word he's saying i don't know if you were i'm pretty sure i mean i don't really remember it but i remember i i feel like i remember it like barely you know (laughs) like i remember like like, people with speaking disabilities talking to us when we were younger like as motivational speaker or whatever whatever they were talking about right and those always did seem interesting to me actually i think some of that like connected with me even if i don't remember that because i've always like kind of like dreamt like like daydreamed like i've mentioned earlier um about like i i i would always daydream about like meeting somebody that speaks like a language i barely like french or something that i barely understand right and yeah. then see like I w- i'd want to like connect with them and then i feel like it would be really cool or like i feel like it would mean a lot more if i connected to this person because because we don't speak the same language or speak fragmented versions of each other's languages because that would mm-hmm. imply that we connected based on just our person if that makes sense and not just words not just like small talk see yeah like um you know there's couples that come into our store like my store all the time that like um they one of them is like asian or whatever and they they can barely speak english and then another them they like spoke perfect english but then they're a couple right yeah but then it's like, you know, how would they even, you know, get into a relationship? Like if they, if communication, I feel like is part of having a relationship, right? I feel like you can communicate without using words. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I was interested in. I'm just like, how would we show, you know, who we are? Is I mean, it, is it solely through actions so wh- then? When I date, when I dreamt about it, like when I was younger, I always like imagined that if anything bad happened, then I would just draw out my feelings, like as a photo. That and I've actually done artist. that before, like with my girlfriend, because I there's some things that happen that I feel physically incapable of explaining using words. So I just drew out the feeling based just out of like whatever came to mind whatever imagery came to mind and it that that's that's how i would do it if i was in that scenario Mm-hmm. i would think that people would also do it through um song as well or like dance you know you know, yeah. it's like it's a form of art where they're able to you know like especially like contemporary dances or they're like telling a story. Yeah. Rather. That's where they like 
artists share their pieces that's why i'm really um into art like low-key you know i don't know any artists but i do appreciate the work you know yeah and the thing is we don't like you said this before like you know if you're ever gonna pursue an art career like don't because it's like you know like really do people really appreciate art nowadays like in the no, realist appreciate real- um red squares on white paper and that's about yeah. it and that's, bananas that's taped the art. walls yeah yeah that's what that's they what, appreciate. <laughs> that's art that's just flexing their wealth though right yeah that's that's the type of art where like oh i'm gonna buy this um, for 15 million actually that's not that's that. actually something interesting which i've also thought about is that um in high school i got really frustrated with my art classes because we were we were we were assigned assignments as you do because it's, it's school right i mean my teachers were just doing what they were it's their job to just give us assignments to draw certain things or not draw certain things but give us concepts to work with but mm-hmm. i always wanted to like do my own thing and then in grade 12 we actually got to do that but like it was like a little too late you know what i mean like yeah. i was already frustrated like i was already kind of done with it like i was always like like i don't want to make a piece about um something happening in real life like uh, like i don't want to make a piece about like fat fashion norms or like whatever you call that like i forgot what you call it i'm so i'm so out of it what like you know how, how people want you to look and what like like i've done all sorts of drawings on shit like that oh like racism like insecurities. And insecurities and like stuff like that like we were forced to like like draw stuff about that and like yeah. it kind of interested me but i wanted to make drawings about like how i felt you know i wanted to make drawings like that 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 symbolized something about me and like i would always like try to fit it into every piece i got but like sometimes it was just like too frustrating to do that and it, it was like super like annoying like i just like that it like people i feel like it took the it took what i wanted out of art away mm. you know yeah and yeah that's what i was really frustrating because like, i've i've I think it's a brilliant way to communicate with people. Um, I mean, I think a lot of artists, musical artists do that all the time. You know, like they make like a sad song or happy song or whatever, and they're conveying their emotions through the song, through the lyrics or the instruments, right? And I think that's really cool, right? But I I always like felt like kind of shut down in high school because I was never able to do that. So it kind of sucks that you should also advocate to like be more liberal in you know art art class like in high school i mean you know, i think in high school where i think it's where i, I think of... it's like really different though because that's like that was super like niche to me like i imagine a lot of people don't feel that way i imagine a lot of people want direction well but like how would you maybe sometimes like people would want direction but sometimes people aren't afraid to afraid to speak up to the teacher you know i mean it's also that yeah yeah so like like what i uh, mean what can you like it is it's just how school works i mean yeah you can't really change it it's just unfortunate the circumstances i mean in grade 12 you're able to make pieces 
if you take the right course pieces that you want to make based on a theme yeah. that you want to draw about or paint about or whatever right yeah but for me that was a little too late i think for a lot of people that was really refreshing but for me it was like too late i was already burned out like all of my ideas were exhausted like i couldn't even like think of anything to draw because like all of that creativity was like drawn out of me basically and i was just like i'm fucking done <laughs> and then i didn't draw for like a year and then i've been drawing recently but not that often which kind of sucks. One of them, it is what one it is. of the artists that like I like was like Banksy. When I took, yeah, him I really class. like his art as well. I like Banksy. I really then... like that he um doesn't show his face. Right. You want to be like that too? I mean, not really. Like I, w- I think I would want to show. I would want people to know who I am and why. Like I, w- I want to be recognized. I think, um, just because I think it make me feel better. Like, it'd make me feel more accomplished, I guess, if people were to, uh, like, congratulate me or, like, whatever, you know, mm. um, associate me with my work of art rather than a random person. I really appreciate that he doesn't um reveal his face or anything, his name or whatever, because that means all you can think about is the work and not really him, which means the work needs to be, like, really good, you know? Like, yeah. his work has to be, like, some of the best, or his, uh, like, he just wouldn't be known at all. And I think that's really, like, cool that he's able to do that. Right. It's just, like, um, it's just, like, an artist in music. Like, the right? work speaks for itself, basically. Like, he doesn't imagine need to if, say anything about it. Imagine, like, artists, like, musical artists, like, who didn't reveal, like, who they are. You know? didn't like some people didn't like Sia or like stop showing her face or some Sia, shit. no, she showed her face now. No, but like before she, but that's like a different did. industry. She... Like I feel like you ought to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, in order to get exposure. Yeah, because how are you even gonna, like there's get into street, there's people like Marshmallow who like still hide their face behind a mask, so you're more associated yeah. with the character and the music than the the person. Oh, Daft Punk. They split up. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, yo. Unlucky. (laughs) No, but I mean, it's been like 28 years for them. Yeah. I've never been, I never listened to Dunk, uh, Dunk, Daft Punk, like, like their albums. I just only know them for their popular songs, like their pop songs. Yeah. But, I mean, uh it's it's 28 years for them so it's like you know they they said that they wanted to do different things so Fair enough. <laughs> right it's been a long time coming yeah but hey yo 51 minutes runtime yes that's pretty long that is actually it's it's more than that because <laughs> we recorded like 25 minutes and then my mom came into the room and ranted so <laughs> it is what it is it's whatever <laughs>